Hey mama, have you ever felt that burning desire to do something great in your life? That yearning to make a difference, to leave an impact, to be a force for good in the world. You want influence, but your following is small. You hold big dreams in your heart, but everything in your life feels little. You want to leave a legacy, but that word seems so far-fetched, so far away. At the end of the day, you just have a deep desire to be used by God. I think most of you listening, probably everyone listening right now, resonates with this. You wouldn't be seeking to learn and to grow and to pursue your greatest potential if you didn't feel a great call on your life. It's exciting, it's overwhelming, and it can feel so heavy to carry. It can often leave you feeling defeated too, and you ask yourself, how? How do I make a difference? How do I become an influence? How do I possibly get from where I am now to where my heart wants to be? How do I deal? when the only tangible marker of impact seems to be the likes and follows of social media? Does what I do even matter? Is it even making a difference? Let's talk all about this in today's episode. I can't wait to share with you what God is teaching me in my life and to encourage you along the way. Welcome back to the Nourishing Mompreneur Podcast, where we get encouraged and empowered as we pursue our greatest potential within the walls of our home. Hey mama, my name is Michelle Hyatt and I'm so thankful you're here. Do you feel like your life is good, but something in you feels unfulfilled? Do you feel stuck in the trenches of motherhood, exhausted and working so hard, but feeling like you're getting nowhere? Do you have big dreams you hold in your heart, but you've been living small? Are you motivated for more, but don't have the clarity or the courage to do anything about it? Do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel, every bit of it. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and that there is purpose in every season. If you are a fellow business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, Let's process this journey and grow together. Hey friend, I so wish I was sitting with you in person right now so that we could have a back and forth dialogue to really unpack these questions, all the questions that I just expressed in the introduction here. There is so much that we can talk about and I certainly don't have all the answers, but as your friend, I want to share with you some of my journey and the truths and perspective that I am learning and living out right now. So the first thing I want to say is that your heart is good. I have faith and no doubt in my heart that your heart is good. But at the end of the day, we've got to hold on to a heavenly perspective, or we may miss the very purpose and the impact that God has prepared for us in our life. So let's just talk about this for a minute. Let's talk about how to leave a legacy when your influence seems little. What is our call as kingdom entrepreneurs? How are we called to do things differently? Well, first, we need to acknowledge and talk about the power of small things. I know that the life you hold in your hands might feel small right now, but is that such a bad thing? Does it actually devalue your potential or your worth? The answer is absolutely not. I want to remind you of the powerful small things and how powerful they can be when used with intention. James 3 says, when we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. 
Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes a great boast. There are a lot of examples, and these are just a few specifically from the Bible, about how small things can be powerful. A small bit can turn a whole horse. A small little rudder can control the entire direction of a massive ship. Our tongue is a small part of our body, but it is powerful. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. There are so many examples that we could talk about, but in this life, you start small and you end small. I was thinking about this recently, how, you know, when you're born, you are a helpless little child. You're you brought into the world, you're, you're naked, you're small, you're helpless, you're completely dependent. And the truth is, is that when you die, it goes back to the same exact place. You leave this world frail and helpless, naked, and completely dependent as your life fades away. But in the end, often it's the small things that do matter. My father-in-law just recently passed away, and I was reminded about this at his um, celebration of life service, the impact of the small things. He had this service, and his wife spoke, my mother-in-law, all of his children spoke, my husband being one of them, and one of his best friends spoke. There was just all these people that spoke, and this man left an impact. He left a legacy. He had four children, 23 grandkids. I mean, what an impact. What a beautiful, beautiful service. And so many things that were shared. But it's amazing, out of all the things that he did and out of who he was, the things that were shared and that were most remembered at the end of it all were the little things. His best friend got up there and talked and he just shared stories and we laughed, we cried. I mean, we remembered and it was the smiles. It was the funny moments. It was the mistakes that were made. It was the looks, the, the different things that make made him special and made him unique. It was the little things that were most savored and remembered at the end of his life. Our life is so small. It is so short and we forget that. It feels like, oh, it takes so long and we're not getting where we want to get. But just James 4.14 in the Bible reminds us, says, how do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like a morning fog or a vapor. It's here a little while and then it's gone. I always picture those diffusers. I know you crunchy moms will <laughs> have this picture easily in hand, but just the diffusers, it's like the steam comes up and it just disappears. Our life is just like that. It's hard for us to comprehend that, but it is the truth. One of the ways that I'm reminded of the power of small are through those devotional books that I love so much called Hero Tales. I'll have to leave the link below, but I talked all about this. They are awesome devotionals that I highly recommend and encourage you to read with your kids. They talk about men and women of faith, Christian men and women heroes, really, that lived all different time periods all over the world, making a great difference. It talks about character qualities, incorporates scripture, asks some really thought-provoking questions. It's just a beautiful way to learn about other people and the beautiful legacy that they've left and the lives that they've lived and the impact that they've made even today. But when you look at their life, you're like, wow, they lived so far away. They This is way before social media. And I just imagine when I look at these people and I look at their lives and the faithfulness that they had and the things that they did, the sacrifices that they made, how small they must have felt, how discouraged they must have been at times, how unnoticed and unappreciated they must have felt. 
I just think about them in the middle of the jungle in Africa. Nobody saw them. Nobody noticed them. They left their family. Nobody even knew they were there. They were just there working faithfully. Even one of the stories that we just read talking about, um, God bless these Bible translators. I mean, my goodness, years and years, I'm talking eight, 10 years of tedious Bible translation into these brand new unknown languages. And so many times it's like, it's loss. It takes so much time. They're doing these things. They're working in secret. They're working in privacy. They're unnoticed. They're unseen. It's like, does this even matter? But it did. In fact, one of the stories that we just read, it was this man and he was translating the Bible. I think he worked about eight years on this Bible translation through a miscommunication and turmoil in the country, got taken to prison. He spent, I don't know how many years in prison, tortured. I mean, they call it a death camp. It was a death prison. It was horrible. Tortured every day. His wife visited him. I mean, just talk about a horrible, horrific time. Somehow she was able to sneak in his Bible transcript so that he was able to continue translating while he was in prison. Well, one day she showed up there and he was gone. They had taken him and she had no idea where he left and where they had moved him to. And he left empty handed. They wouldn't let him take anything with him. And the Bible that he had been translating all this time was gone. It was in the dumpster. It had been thrown away. And he was just devastated. It seemed like all was lost. Well, through a miracle of events, he ended up years later getting taken out of prison, released, and ended up, they found his Bible translations in the dumpster. Like it was just a miracle. But the point is, is like, man, how did he feel? How small he must have felt when he's over there, unseen and unnoticed, just working faithfully. Nobody was paying any attention, patiently pouring out his life. Sometimes the holiest work is often the littlest work. Sometimes the dirty work is often the greatest way we impact the world. Think about how Jesus washed the disciples' feet and how he called us to do the same. You don't have to go into the mission field or be, quote, in ministry to make a difference. God sees things differently. Your work, anything that you put your hands to, it becomes sacred and significant when you connect purpose with the work of your hands. But the work, it doesn't even have to be considered spiritual to make a difference. You know, I grew up, my father worked for Crew. It's a Christian organization. So he was basically considered a missionary. So I grew up with my father in ministry as a missionary my whole life, went to a Christian school my whole life, church, Sunday school, Bible studies, youth group, mission trips as I got older. I mean, the full Christian experience, that was my world. And I always had a heart for God. And I thought that I would be in some kind of ministry one day. I remember being on my knees. I was probably five or six years old. I remember being in the back of my parents' big old van. And there was some worship music playing. And I just remember being on my knees before God. And my heart and my, my desire, I had this cry and this burning. I'm like, God, just use me. Use my life. Some of you need to go back to that place. You need to remember the place when you were young and God called you. You need to remember that because I believe God is calling us back. He is calling us back as his daughters of the kingdom to, to have that desire to be used by him again, to remember the call that he's placed on our lives. Well, naturally growing up, I just thought that ser serving God would look like me being in ministry of some kind, some kind of official mission work, if you will. 
So then I had my first boyfriend <laughs> and I wasn't playing games. I was serious. I was intentional. I was thinking towards marriage and he worked for his brother's company doing home remodels. So at first I didn't really take him all that serious because, and I literally told him like, I don't want to marry a quote construction worker. That wasn't what I wanted. I wanted somebody that was going to do missionary work because that was God's work in my mind. Well, it wasn't until one day, I'll never forget, after youth group, we were actually sitting in my little car. It was raining and he held my hand and he just shared with me his heart for God. And in that moment, I just fell in love with him. Well, that man is now my husband today. And so now we've been married 16 years, over 16 years. We went to Christian college for a little time. We did youth ministry for a season, but overall we have not served in the church or done ministry as you would consider it to be official ministry. But the thing is, is that God still uses us. Even just a week ago, I was at the beach walking with my husband. And before I know it, I look over and my husband's over there praying for some man on the beach. I mean, it's just beautiful because the thing is, is that our life is our mission field and our legacy is every life that we touch. Everything we do is God's work when our hearts are surrendered to him. Years ago, I was listening to an interview from Oprah. I can't remember the details. I really wanted to look this talk up because it's so powerful. If I can find it, I'll link it to you. But she was just talking about one of her greatest mentors was Maya Angelou. And one day she was sitting with Maya and she was telling her about this great work that she was doing. I think it was in Africa. Um, it was in another country. She was creating this home for, for girls and all this big things that she was doing. And she told her, she's like, this is going to be my legacy. Like this project was going to be the thing that she was remembered for. Not the show, not all the other stuff. This, this was it. And Maya looked at her and said, Oprah, she said, you have no idea. You have no idea. She said, your legacy is every life you touch. Our legacy, friends, is every life that we touch. When you're a kingdom entrepreneur, you can't separate your faith from your work. I mean, maybe you can, but I don't think that you should. You have a desire to do great things in business, but you also have a heart to do it with purpose and to make a difference. The work of your hands and the business that you're building, it's simply a platform to make a greater difference. It provides opportunities to fulfill your God-given purpose on this earth. Every sale, every potential customer, every conversation, every relationship, every person on your team, they are in your life so that you can spread the love and the light of God. It's both. It works together. We think of ourselves here as living here on earth and reaching for God. God, use me. I'm reaching for you. I'm here on earth. I feel so small, but I'm looking to you. But what if it's actually the opposite? We are daughters of the God of the universe, the King of Kings. And we're living here on earth for such a time as this so that we can bring the kingdom of God to earth. We are spiritual beings with an earthly purpose. That's the reality. That's got to be our perspective. What's more important in your life? Is it what you do or is it who you are? What we do will come out of who we are. So I want to encourage you to seek greater understanding of who you are in Christ. Seek your identity as his daughter, as God's daughter. This way you can walk in the anointing and the authority that you've already been given.
I want to remind you to stay faithful with the little. Luke 16.10 says, if you are faithful in little things, you'll be faithful with large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. This is just a foundational principle that we have to cling to so much as mompreneurs because when you are a mom and you're pursuing business or something outside of motherhood, it feels like it just takes time. It feels slow. It feels small. Stay faithful with the little things. I have a friend who mentioned staying faithful with your littles, meaning your little children. I think when you're in a season and you have little children, they demand a lot of you. Stay faithful with your little children. I'll tell you for me, I have five children, as you guys know. My youngest is three, my oldest is 13. And when they were little, most of my motherhood, I was just a wife and a mom. And I say just a wife and a mom because it is the most important work. Our most important work is in our homes. It is. And it's the lives that we touch through our children. So for most of my motherhood, I was home with the kids. That was my number one thing. That was my focus. And it was almost like I cultivated this garden. And as and I only really dove into pursuing business and got really involved with that and really serious about that when my home was in order. I would not have pursued business. Or I wouldn't have been okay with that if my home was out of order. My marriage was great. My kids were established. We were working as a team. Everything was in order. So I was okay to really dive into business and get really into that. We need to know our season. And if you pour into your children when they're young and get your home established first things first, make sure your home is in order because you will be able to bear the fruit and have the freedom and have everybody at a place later on in time, in proper time, when you can pour into your business more and you will have more time and more freedom to conquer those goals and those visions that you have, to pursue those dreams. You will have more time. But there are different times and seasons. And so, you know, for me right now, I poured into my home for so many years, the home was in order. And then I began to start this new, cultivate this new garden, if you will, of business. As I maintained my home, I was able to really focus on building this new garden of business. And now where I'm at is I've got two kids that are in the preteen stages and I can see, oh, wow, they're going to need me more. So now I am maintaining and continuing my business and cultivating that, but yet my focus is back towards the home garden because I don't want weeds to spring up during this time. I don't want my kids to get uh, lost or for weeds to take place or take root in this time because I'm distracted with business. So there are different times where our focus goes back and forth and we can do both. We just need to make sure that our attention is where it needs to be first and foremost. Your effort will bear fruit and will reap the blessings in the years to come. I can tell you as a mom, that might be a step further with some kids getting a little bit older here. But don't despise small beginnings. Zechariah 4.10 says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Just start. Just begin wherever you're at with what you have, with who you are. Just start today. It's okay to be slow and to kindle your spark. A forest is lit on fire by a spark. So if all you have is a spark right now or in a burning ember, protect that, cultivate that, kindle that, because you have no idea what kind of impact you can have with that later on. The next thing I want to bring up is to check your heart for pride and seek true success. 
if we're honest, the reason that we struggle with the pursuit of, quote, influence is because our ego gets involved. We live in a world that drills into us that if it's not seen, it doesn't count. If there's not many likes and comments, it's just not important. What we say isn't important. We are not important. There's this amazing quote that I came across a few weeks ago. I want to share it with you because I was like, this is so powerful. What a perspective. It said this. It says, the number of followers you have does not determine your worth. Hitler had millions. Jesus had 12. I don't know about you, but I want not quantity, but quality. I want to be powerful. I want to be potent. I was reminded this weekend about, like, I just want to be a fragrant, a beautiful fragrance for the Lord. I want my life to be fragrant and to smell of sweet things, of heavenly things. And I don't want to just be like a diluted, cheap perfume. I want to be potent. One drop of perfume is more powerful than a whole bottle of cheap stuff from Walmart. Let's be potent and remember that sometimes there's power in the small things. And the small beginnings, the small things actually mean the most. The challenge we have is that when you build a business online and you utilize social media, the only tangible marker of growth or influence is shown by likes and follows. Your outlet to doing big things seems to be online. And in return, you can quickly get discouraged. I know you feel me on this, but listen, little a little side note here. Social media is awesome. It's great for branding, but people are not on social media media to do business transactions. I'm convinced of this more and more. They're on social media to be entertained. And the more you try to sell, the more offensive you become, really. So check your business strategy. Don't be afraid to do things different. I think the world is craving different. The world is craving your different. The difference that they're going to see in you as you radiate with the love of God. So all that to say is don't, I know that social media is an awesome platform to build and develop a business. I know because I've done it. I've done that as the main thing for many years, but I believe that we are in a new season and I just want to encourage you to not be afraid to do things differently and outside the box and to, even though it may seem counter-cultural or counter against the algorithms, if you will, I think it could have a greater impact in the end. Okay, so back to the topic, but I want to say that we have to live and post for an audience of one. We can't let the good or the negative comments mean anything. We've got to check in with our ego, really. I mean, if people like and comment, great, that's awesome. If they have negative things to say, it should mean the same thing. We just have to hold on to all those things loosely and remember who we're posting for and who we're working for. Know that you are always seen and you are always liked and you're always followed by God. He is your biggest fan. Make him proud and don't worry about the crowd. So you want to be used by God, okay? You want heavenly success. I've said it over and over, but you have to define what success looks like for you in your season. That's something that you've got to do partnered with the Lord. However, there is a standard of success that applies to every faith-filled believer. So what is success in the kingdom of God? Well, success in the kingdom of God, what I'm learning and what I want to bring to light and attention to you, it is simply to see and know God. 
Seek to know God more and have faith that you are seen and known by him. But this is your greatest success because who you are and all that you do, it's going to flow out of that place. I know it's totally countercultural, but it's the simplicity of the gospel. Don't complicate this journey as a kingdom entrepreneur. Be about God's business first and all these things, all the things will be added to you. If you're about his business, your desires will be his desires and you'll be able to walk forward in unity and in power and leave that impact that you desire and that God has created you to do. First and foremost, ask God to give you a desire and a hunger for more of him. I can't promise what the world has to offer, but I can tell you that if you seek God, you will find him if you search him with your whole heart. He is your greatest reward. So ignore the algorithms and get your eyes off of you for a moment and onto the one that has called you. The whole perspective, this whole perspective is really, it's really offensive to our driven, ambitious personalities and to what the world tells you. I know this is, the struggle is real on this. It's easy to say these things. It's easy to have this conversation. It's easy to understand it in your head, but your heart, your ego really has to like, process this when you share something on social media and it's like wah 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 (laughs) like nobody sees it nobody likes it nobody cares it's like what am I doing nobody even cares nobody pays any attention I'm putting all this great content and value into the world I'm doing my thing and it doesn't seem like it's making a difference check in with your ego are you okay with not being known can you be satisfied with knowing him wow we got to ask ourselves this question again. Are you okay with not being known? Can you be satisfied with just knowing him? I think that's a question we all have to wrestle with ourselves. Mark 8:36 says, "And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul?" What if you gained the whole world? What if you reached every goal? What if you made the big money? What if you got on the stages? What if you had the thousands and thousands of followers and you were whatever, an influencer, but you missed the very one who sent you? I don't want to miss him, guys. That's where I'm at. I don't want you to miss him. What if you had great success in business, but you lost your children's souls? Would it be worth it? Would it even be worth it? I heard this quote on Mother's Day and I thought it was so amazing. I wanted to share it with you. It said, leaving a legacy is planting a seed in a garden that you will never see. The life that you live, the things that you're doing, mom, they're not even about you. It's really about us stepping up to prepare the way for the next generation. We've got to look to our children. It's not even about us. God wants to use us He wants to use everything that we do to pour into our children and to set them up to see and know God and to set them up to leave an impact and a legacy. So much of our life and the impact that we leave, it's not even going to be what we see. It's going to be what happens after we're gone. I love that Mother Teresa quote, which I know you guys have heard a million times, but if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. It's that simple. I know you have dreams, mom. I feel you. I know it. I know you have this deep desire to be used by God and your heart is good. But I want to also turn your heart back towards your home so that you can realize the impact and the power that you have right in front of you. 
Our mission is to serve and love others, and it starts at home. There was a time recently I was just crying out to God and God, I just, I want to be used by you. I want to make a difference. And he just reminded me that I just have to do my part, be faithful with my little. What I pictured, the vision that he pictured was a racetrack. And on that racetrack, there's all different people kind of stationed along the way. And somebody has a baton and they run to the next person and pass it to that person. And then that person takes the baton and passes it to the next person. And there are different people in our life, right, that pour into our life and influence us for a season. It's as if you're a baton and you get passed from greatness to greatness, from influence to influence. Each stretch that you take, you may be carried by a different leader or somebody that influences you. The person who resonates with you and that pushes you forward at that point in time, it may not be the same person that does for the next season. You know how it is when you follow or you binge listen to something or someone, and then eventually you kind of grow out of it and you move on to the next person. Well, that person was there for a time and for a season to impact your life. Your life is not just a baton being passed along. You are called to carry others. You have a significant role to play in someone else's life. Be a leader that can carry someone for a little stretch. Just do your part. The little niche that you're in, hone in on that. Whatever you're called to steward, just do your part. You are called to carry someone, to bring somebody from here to there. Stay focused, stay in your lane and just do your part. Your little piece is going to make an impact in somebody else's life because it's going to be a significant stretch of their journey. This is legacy in the kingdom of God doing your part to bring God's kingdom to earth. And you know what? It looks like loving and serving. Instead of praying, God, use me. Pray, God, I want to know you. Because if we know God, we cannot help but be transformed by his presence and used by him. I want to leave you with a question. Pray over this, wrestle with this, hold on to it tightly. But what if, What if being used by God was simply you being close to him? What if being used by God was simply you being close to him? You are called and chosen, my friend. God wants to do great and mighty things in your life. I know it. I know how you feel. I know where you're at. But just remember these truths. There is a bigger picture. There's a bigger vision. And you are a heavenly being, and God has a purpose for you here on this earth for this time, for this little stretch, this little piece of eternity that you're here on this earth. He wants to do great things in and through you. Be faithful with your little. Be okay with small. And at the end of the day, remember your life is a vapor, and if all you gain at the end is knowing God, he is your greatest reward. But do all that you can do to bring his kingdom here on earth. And we he wants us to do that. He wants people to see his goodness through us. We are to be salt and light here on the earth. But we can't do it if we don't know him. We can't do it if it's out of our own power and our own strength. So we always have to seek his presence. That's kind of the end of every conversation. So I, I just want to encourage you in that today, mom. So let me pray for you before I go. Lord, I just pray for the mom listening here today that you would just encourage her and refocus her heart, realign her mind and her spirit to have her eyes fixed on you, God. 
Lord, I pray that you would give her a hunger and a thirst for more of you. A hunger and a thirst to know you more. To know you more than she desires accomplishing goals. To know you more than she seeks recognition or money or influence. Lord, we lay all of our crowns at your feet. We give you the good. We give you the bad. Lord, we lift it all to you and we lay it all down at your feet. We surrender our hearts to you today, God. Lord, do whatever you want to do in us, but help us above all to know you more because you are our greatest reward. Lord, give us a fresh heart towards our children to do the inner work, the homework, and the strength to be faithful with the little. Lord, we open up our hearts today to receive more of your love that we might pour out greater love into the lives of others. Lord, that every life that we touch, we would leave a lasting mark, marked by your love. Lord, I pray that our legacy would be the legacy that you desire and that everything in our life would just be submitted and surrendered to you today, Lord. We love you and we thank you for the call in our lives, Lord. It feels heavy. It feels hard, but God, it is a holy work and we embrace it with open arms, God. And we just trust you. We just declare that we trust you and we thank you that you are with us, holding our hand, carrying us every step of the way, leading us as we follow you, God. We honor you today and we give you glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Hey girl, got to mention something to you real quick because this podcast is all about supporting you, supporting other women. And as a mom in business, there is just something that I got to tell you about if you don't know about it already. There is one product that I've been using for the last three years, over three years actually. I use it for myself, for my family, but it has been a game changer, a lifesaver for me because as a mom, we are juggling all the things. Our mind is always going. It's hard to to get enough sleep at night, to get quality sleep at night. We want to calm our, our thoughts. We can be anxious. We can have a lot of stress. We can just feel pulled in a million directions. And there is one natural product, one solution that has helped me bring balance mentally, emotionally, physically. It's just brought balance to my body and helped support me in the ways that I've needed. And it has made such a difference. So I just want to tell you about this product and it is CBD oil. Now I know you've heard about it. You know all about the hype. It's been around for a while now. It's not new news, but I know that the quality of what you take does matter. And when I first started, I did a lot of research. I wanted to find a product that I could trust not only for myself, but for my children. And so I've been faithful to one product for the past three years. It is quality. It works. There's a whole list of reasons why I chose it. I can tell you more about that. Maybe I'll link in the show notes here. Um, videos that you can watch to learn more about CBD, what it is, how it works, how it can support your health, my experience, I'll share that with you, but most importantly, what to look for in a quality product. So if you are looking for CBD oil, if you are needing to purchase some, if you're just like, I don't know what to do or who to trust or who can help answer some of my questions, I'm your girl and I'd love to help you. So reach out and I will leave the link below to the product that I love and recommend. And I'll also leave a link to some videos that'll help educate you because education is empowering and we need to be educated as consumers. So anyways, wanted to share this real quick before you go because it has rocked my world and I know it will help you. It's something I don't want to do without and I also want you to have this in your arsenal as you are pursuing and working so hard at all the things. Because you like Mama so, please leave a review.
Hey mama, real quick before you run off and do all the things, if you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to leave a written review. This helps me on my mission to encourage and empower others who are pursuing their greatest potential from home. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast to rate and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra today, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social. I value your time so much and appreciate you connecting with me. Find me at nourishingmichelle.com forward slash connect. 